At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. For Thursday, January 26, 2023, it's The Brief from WABE. I'm Jim Burris. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp is declaring a state of emergency after recent violence at the site for Atlanta's proposed police training facility. Emily Wu Pearson has more. Kemp's declaration allows him to call up to 1,000 National Guard troops to control protests. This comes after demonstrations in downtown Atlanta turned violent over the weekend regarding the police killing of an activist in the forest. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation says officers shot and killed the protester in an exchange of gunfire where a state trooper was first shot and injured. Some demonstrators set fire to an Atlanta police vehicle and vandalized the Atlanta Police Foundation's headquarters. They continue to call for an independent investigation, as GBI claims there is no body camera footage of the actual shooting. Emily Wu Pearson, WABE News. Former U.S. Attorney Michael Moore says DeKalb DA Sherry Boston made the right move in recusing herself from reviewing the case of the officer-involved shooting that killed that protester at the police training facility site in South DeKalb County. Officials say a special prosecutor will be assigned to the case. Moore spoke to WABE's Rose Scott on Closer Look. The goal of that process at the end of the day is for the public to have confidence in the impartiality of the process. And I I don't want us to get to a day where we take law enforcement professionals and take their judgments and opinions and reviews and analysis and cast them to the side simply because they wear a badge. The GBI says a suspect shot at officers first before members of a multi-agency task force returned fire, killing the man. Georgia U.S. Congresswoman Lucy McBath is again calling for stronger gun regulations after more high-profile mass shootings in the country. She spoke on the House floor earlier Wednesday. It cannot get any clearer. Without easy access to unregulated firearms, these mass murders do not happen. These families do not grieve, and this country does not live in fear. McBath has pushed for increased gun control since being elected and serves as vice chair of the House Gun Violence Prevention Task Force. She lost her 17-year-old son to gun violence in 2012. Georgia State Senate Republicans say the issue of crime is one of their top legislative priorities this session. Majority Leader Steve Gooch of Dahlonega says some of those mirror the priorities of Governor Brian Kemp. These include serious penalties for the recruitment of minors for gang activity, aggressive bail bond reform for violent offenses, also priority of the governor and the lieutenant governor. And just as important from a safety perspective, we will be backing enhanced school safety legislation. 
One possible proposal on school safety is panic buttons in classrooms. Other priorities include raising literacy rates, expanding electric vehicle charging infrastructure, and reviewing the state tax credit system. Atlanta-based transportation giant Norfolk Southern is reporting more than $3 billion in profit for the last year. Alex Helmick reports that's as the company raises its rates as shipping becomes more expensive. The railroad division of the company actually made fewer shipments over the fourth quarter, but the company collected more charges from those looking to use its services, mainly because of the high fuel cost. The company made a profit in the fourth quarter of $790 million and more than $3.2 billion in profits for the year. Norfolk Southern was one of several transportation companies hit by supply chain issues as traffic snarled and goods were delayed in delivery. The company, though, says it's improving its performance and got better as the year went ahead. Other reasons for those profits, analysts have routinely pointed out that increased costs from higher fuel costs and supply chain issues often are passed on to customers. Alex Helmick, WAB News. Georgia is continuing to see commitments from the electric vehicle and battery industry in the state. SK Battery says it will open a regional IT hub in Roswell, and that could create some 200 jobs. It comes after SK invested billions in the state, including for two EV battery factories. Here's Governor Brian Kemp from his inaugural, inaugural address earlier this month, announcing plans in his budget to give local governments more money to entice businesses. We are keeping our foot on the gas, and I look forward to the announcements we'll make in the near future. That includes this latest move from SK Batteries, as Kemp has said he wants to make Georgia the electric mobility capital of the country by the end of his second term. In an effort to support increasing traffic at the Port of Savannah, authorities are set to spend millions to lift a major bridge in the city to allow bigger ships to dock. WABE's Emily Jones reports that comes as the port had a record year. Georgia's Department of Transportation is set to hire a contractor to increase the height of the Eugene Talmadge Memorial Bridge, named after the former Georgia governor who supported segregation and white supremacy. A program manager for the project says the cost could hit $175 million, as the effort will also replace all the cables on the suspension bridge that spans the Savannah River between Georgia and South Carolina. It comes as the port hit a record for containers last year and as the Port Authority is renovating to accommodate bigger ships on its end and devoting more space to container cargo. Emily Jones, WABE News, Savannah. The post-holiday coronavirus spike may be starting to ease. Since last week, the state has seen a drop in new COVID-19 cases. The Department of Public Health is reporting 8,200 new confirmed infections and 113 people are confirmed to have died from the virus over the last week. DPH also continues to monitor influenza activity. As of last week, 27 people were hospitalized for flu across the metro area. At least one person had died, and that was linked to influenza. Former Atlanta Braves superstar Andrew Jones says he is honored to have received as many votes as he did for baseball's Hall of Fame this week, even though he didn't get in this year. Alex Helmick has more. Jones played center field, known as the spot for the best athlete on the diamond. At the wall, up the wall, he made the catch. What a play! 
That was legendary Skip Carey at the old Superstation, and Jones regularly made spectacular plays. He won an astounding 10 gold gloves for his defense in his 12 seasons with the Braves. He also hit 434 career homers. Jones has continually received more votes each year for the Hall of Fame. This latest time, he got 58% of the votes. It requires 75%. Alex Helmick, WAB News. Atlanta-based Delta Airlines has firmed up its long-term plans in Salt Lake City, its second-largest domestic hub. Under the plan announced today, Delta extends its current lease through 2044. It also adds a construction phase to its expansion plan at the Utah airport. Under the agreement, Delta will pick up 11 more gates, capping out at 66. That's when construction wraps up in 2027. In exchange, Delta agreed to pay the airport $2.8 billion in lease payments through 2044. And that is it for The Brief. You can find more local news at wabe.org. Christopher Alston is our producer. Alex Helmick is our managing editor. I'm Jim Burris, Amplifying Atlanta. This is 90.1 WABE. Hey, y'all. I'm Mark Kendall. And I'm David Perdue. And we're the hosts of What's Good Atlanta, the new weekly comedy podcast from WABE. On What's Good Atlanta, we run down uplifting and unusual headlines from the universe known as Atlanta. And while we may not be journalists, we are comedians, and we'll be breaking down news and breaking down the stories that make you smile. We're just trying to see what's good, Atlanta. Episodes drop Fridays at WABE.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I get mine from a guy named Craig. Shout out to Craig. Mm -hmm. WABE. The world has changed from shifts in power to a mental health crisis. So with all this social change, how do we balance the human desire for empathy, the business need for productivity, and the hope to make an impact in our community? This is a new podcast, The Social Impact Leader. I'm Jeff Schinnebarker. Join me as we explore people doing work a little different. Available every Wednesday at wabe.org forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. W-A-B-E.